Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, Mainline Leaders. This is what we do, folks. You've heard me say it many times before. Executive Coaching, Leadership, Leadership Development, ACT, and Cultural Transformation. We're going to get into a very interesting aspect of leadership and how leaders uh, have got to come from a place where they can really indeed lead in significant way, in, in important ways that really matter. And how does that happen? And why, why do they not? Why do they not do the kinds of things that they need to so that they can put themselves in a position to lead strongly, confidently, with a sense of real presence, with a real sense of mission and what it is they want to accomplish? What holds them back? What holds you back in that? So I'm here today with Rich Barron. I'm no. Michael Bailey. We are, here we are, Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. This is who we are. So let's start here. I'm going to start uh, this whole thing with why don't leaders lead? Fundamentally, deep down, what is it that really is going on? And I'm convinced with by working with a lot of people, a lot of leaders over the years, that the reason they do not act with courage and with boldness and do those things that really bring move things forward is number one they are confused they are unclear about what they are to do or how to do it there is a certain amount of ambiguity that's going on that's related to their leadership role their leadership responsibilities and along with that ambiguity there's a sense of ambivalence am i going to do it am i not going to do it do i take the chance do i not take the chance what if i make a mistake what if I do it wrong? There's a whole bunch of confusion. And when you take a look, if you are a leader and you are not taking the kind of proactive, courageous, bold actions that you really should be taking, that is really required of you, that you must be taking to lead your organization or your department or your group, I guarantee you, it is goes all back to all that confusion and da 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 da, da. So here we start, this kind of mess, this kind of confusion, this randomness this messiness that's going on here and so you must begin a process here and i'll tell you what that process begins and rich and i will discuss this in in, in, uh, further and that's you've got to become curious you've got to get out of that muddy soup that muddy sewer that place of just mixed up confusion and playing it safe and hiding and being the imposter and all that kind of stuff and just frankly admit i don't know what's going on but I'm really curious. I want to know. 
So this is where it begins to create a whole new different thing going on. So, Rich, what are your ideas on this this whole thing about why don't they do this? Why are they stuck in this? Why aren't they taking the, the necessary actions to really lead, set the example, be the role model, get things going, make things happen? You know, I, I want to I want to start this off with some stats, some statistics, if I can. Right now, 38 percent of all leaders out there cite having a thin leadership pipeline as a human capital risk. Forty four percent of all um, new leadership positions are held by millennials, with most of them saying they've never had any formal leadership development. 74% of all organizations out there fell at change leadership. We had 4 million people change their jobs in April alone. We talked about this in a previous uh, podcast. So what is it? Let's, let's back up. So that, I mean, that's a big quagmire. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of folks out there in leadership positions. If you look at those, those statistics alone, there are a lot of folks out there that need some help. Now, one of the things I think that I, I want to start with is every, you know, what do you want to accomplish? What is it that you need to accomplish? Now, if you're after, you know, weight loss, you'll probably go find yourself a weight loss coach, right? Someone that can get you to that, help you, guide you down that, that path to get you to the next level. There are all sorts of coaches. Everywhere you turn, you hear the term coach, okay? But in the end, you know, that may be who we are, Michael, but it's not, you know, but what is it what we do? What message do we bring to that table? How do we do it? Um, intelligent leadership versus traditional leadership goes, you know, a step, I, I want to say not a step further, but it backs up, okay? It starts at a place where we really don't think that we need to look at sometimes. And it, it, it requires a lot of vulnerability, requires a lot of courage. And that's our inner self, that self-concept of ourself. You know, we, we see so many leaders out there that they, you know, they're really driving hard and, and utilizing skills like critical thinking, decision-making, Strategic thinking, emotional leadership, communication skills, talent leadership, team leadership, change leadership, driving for results. Those are the, the those are the skills everybody sees a leader from the outside. Essentially, those are the things that we get, you know, our our performance reviews and things on. But in a sense, where does that come from? One of the things that we talk about, uh, Michael, a lot is is prescription before diagnosis is malpractice. In order for us to really set someone on a path to what we term intelligent leadership is to allow them to, to get a glimpse of their inner self. How do we do that? You know, that, that inner core is, is so important. It's your self-concept, uh, it's your elements of character, which in turn drives your values, it drives your beliefs, it drives your references, which in turn is, is your behavioral tendencies, your emotions, your thoughts. All of that goes into what I just mentioned a few minutes ago is that outer core, those skills that people see us from the outside. And our first focus is going to that inner core. 
working on people on that, that inner core and helping them understand that this is really where leadership starts from. It's not, you know, going to a seminar or reading a book or something on this, on one of those outside, uh, outside skills and the outside, you know, those outer core skills, which is vastly important. Those are the things we need to develop, but how do we develop those? And how do we determine that, you know, what skills that we already have in place and what gaps that we have in place. So that's that's where uh, you know this these assessments, this this initial part of this intelligent leadership starts. There's an interesting balance between being humble and being proactive, humility and proactivity. There's a very interesting balance there. And people, leaders that are really good at that balance they are either doing one of two things to keep moving themselves forward as leaders. They are either putting themselves in a position where they are learning and growing, gaining new skills, developing greater character. They're doing that on their own, or they realize at some point, because we all have our limits, that they can't do it on their own. And they're humble enough to admit that, and then they will go look for some assistance in how to do that. They'll look yeah. for a mentor, they'll look for bring a consultant, they'll look for some sort of coach or some sort of person to help them develop that leadership in the, within themselves that they don't know how to get to themselves. And that's really, that's really kind of the issue, I think, that leaders who are watching this today is that honestly, objectively, humbly, forthrightly, do you really know how to develop not only the skills that Rich was talking about here, that outer core stuff. Do you know how to do that? But more importantly, do you know how to get to you and how you fundamentally are motivated, how you fundamentally manage yourself, how you fundamentally connect with other people and create relationships and then grow each of those, the ability to manage yourself, motivate yourself and create greater relationships. Now, it's a real easy thing to say a couple things. Oh, yeah, I know how to do that. And, and to be honest with you, there's some people that really legitimately know how to do that. Most of us have some points that we're just hung up in. The other place that is really interesting, I had conversations three, three today with different leaders, and that was this, that at some level, while they can either see some good stuff that they do, they don't know all together how to bring it forth. In other words, we all tend to self-sabotage. We all seem to be able to trip up over our own feet. Yeah. We do things we don't mean to do, that we hadn't intended to do, we never thought would happen, and somehow we get tripped up and we, we underestimate our real potential, our real talents, our real abilities. There's a few people that go the other direction, the crazy people, right? They think they're everything, but we're not talking about those people. <laughs> and so what we're talking about is this, a coach or somebody who is an expert like Rich and I are at leadership development have an ability to see you from the outside and see what's actually going on, to see how you're actually working, not how you think you're working, think how you work or this or that, or you believe how you work, but actually by being able to observe individuals and observe what's going on, give you feedback to help you redirect you back to what is great about you and how to build it. Also, what is getting in your way and how to stop doing that. Things that you have to stop and then things that you have to change and then things that you have to start practicing consistently to grow out of that weakness. So when you take a look at this whole notion 
of what is what are the real benefits of working with an executive coach, I'm going to tell you now, and this is the truth. I'm going to tell you the absolute truth. When you work with somebody who really gets you and is truly on your side and can truly help you, what they will help you go through, motivate you, inspire you, hold you accountable for in that process of change and growth of, as you as a person, as a leader, and in the skills that you develop, there is no way in the beginning that you could have ever thought that was possible, that you might not have even ever thought of ever doing. And therein lies the distinction between great executive coaches or great people who are able to develop you into greater leaders. Yeah. You have no idea what's possible. But when you're done with the journey, then you can look back and say, wow, that was absolutely something completely unexpected. Absolutely. You know, Michael, there's uh, about this methodology uh, that we talk about and utilizing um, someone there like a coach to help you along that journey who knows who's been there, who's done that, who's understands what it's going to take to, to hopefully get you to the next level. There are over 12,000 global leaders that have used this methodology, including 500 global CEOs that have recognized the importance of intelligent leadership and looking at this inner core to develop their outer core to develop, again, the people around them and, and, and so on and so forth. It's about more than just developing a leader, too. It's about leaving that legacy behind someone that's going to come behind you you know and and continue in your path that's going to develop you know that's why it's so important to develop not only yourself but those people around you intelligent leadership helps you helps you get there now and we've talked about this before some of those people that recognize the importance you know steve jobs we talk about him uh, you know how you know what kind of individual he was you know, he was fired from Apple and, and they about lost their shorts and came back. And, you know, he even towards the end when he was was uh, diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer, he still realized the importance of, of this methodology, the intelligent leadership to leave a legacy behind him. You know, that's just one great example. Um, there are so many out there that we can help. Michael, if, if you don't mind. We got. Uh, a very interesting endorsement uh, for you today. Would you mind if I read that? Oh, yeah, please do. Okay. This is from uh, a, CEO, no, a CEO of an organization that, uh, you know, Michael has been working with for some time. And we got this endorsement to put up on our website, and it's, it's phenomenal. So I'm going to read this. It starts, during my career, I have been introduced to and interacted with many executive coaches and motivational speakers. Some were very prominent leaders of America's largest companies. These interactions were very inspiring and motivating with great strategies and tactics for being productive, effective, and a leader. Most of these were based on what these individuals had used to accomplish their own individual successes. What generally happened with individuals after these interactions is that they stayed motivated for a while or used the strategies and tactics for just a bit. Still, after time, their motivation diminished and their diligence in employing the strategies or tactics faded. 
The one key element they didn't have that the great leaders that motiva motivated them did was the internal foundation and infrastructure of their belief in their own potential to learn, grow, persevere, overcome, and succeed. It is at this level of an individual's internal foundation and infrastructure where Michael succeeds in locking a leader's true potential. Every individual has been shaped to some extent by their emotional experiences and how those experiences have been internalized. Understanding those influences and how to use or overcome them determines each of our individual successes. At this level, Michael succeeds at helping leaders and organizations build the foundation and infrastructure they need to unlock and at least their potential to learn, grow, persevere, overcome, and succeed, and ensure that the foundation and infrastructure are secure enough so that the strategies and tactics built upon it will never diminish or fade. With his personalized assessment and individual leadership training, what I call quantum leadership building, Michael first teaches leaders and teaches and teams how they lead the most important and complex organization they will ever lead, and that is themselves. Once that leadership core is secure, Michael teaches individuals how to lead others with training on emotional intelligence, group interactions, and much more. If your goal is to be an effective and enduring leader of yourself and those you serve, I have known, never known anyone better at guiding you to achieve that goal than Michael Bailey. And I'm, I'm not going to state the name here because uh, we don't have his permission. But again, he was a, a CEO of a company, uh, a large company. And it's, uh, that's such a great, uh, that's exactly what intelligent leadership is. That's exactly what a, a good coach does. And, you know, that was, that was phenomenal. Well, I appreciate you reading that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of, as you're starting out with this, this, this podcast, um, it's, it's an easy thing to think that you can just kind of hang out your shingle and declare yourself a coach. But I'm telling you, and as you know, this, you know, it's as well, that there's a lot of life experiences that go into being an effective leadership developer. That's what the difference is. And, um, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's not the same scale perhaps, but it's a little bit like, you know, brain surgery, <laughs> right? <laughs> where to go and where to cut and what to leave alone. And it's, it's a, it's a, it's a skillful thing. Yeah. But, and I'll tell you the other thing about it is that, you know, in all honesty, is that there is nothing more rewarding than when somebody goes and off on their own and, gets back to you years later and says, thanks, this is what not only I've been able to do, but this is how I've been able to help other people. Well, and that's exactly what uh, this is all about. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's about, honestly, it's about doing your due diligence. You know, and we've talked about this before. There are so many incredibly talented, skilled leaders out there. You know, with, with, you know, good pedigree, they've got great, uh, you know, schooling and education. But the one thing they don't have is true leadership development skills. And just getting that title or getting that, you know, that ability to be uh, move up to the next level does not automatically mean you have the real skills to really 
take yourself and your organization further. And that's what it's about. That was a great uh, statement in there. He says, you know, you got to focus on the one thing that matters the most first, and that's yourself. You got to build the foundation that's that's really that matters the most first, and that's yourself. Yep, it starts with you. It starts with you. That's right. That's the key to it. That's the key to it. We don't often realize that that is the key to it. What you bring is what you've developed over time so that you have something to bring to your team, whatever that team may be. Because without you doing that work, that deep work, and that's just, you know, not just those outside skills, which are very important, but that other level of true belief. I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, "Do do you think it's important? for you to be really confident in who it is that you are? And she said, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's pretty, I mean, do you think, no, seriously, do you think it's, it's, it's important for you to know that you are a skillful person with dealing with people and communicating and problem solving and being able to assist other people on your team to really put things together and make things happen? She said, yeah, I did. Do you think it's important for, that they believe that you are confident in that? She said, well, yeah. I said, well, let me ask you this question. If you don't really believe that about yourself, but you are, I'm going to tell you right now, you are that person, but you don't really believe that you're confident. Why would they believe in you that they should believe that you know what you're talking about? And when you say to them, you know, I'm going to give you this task, I'm giving you this assignment, this project, and I believe you can do it. I've got got your back on it. If you're not a person confident, you don't have the confidence. You don't have that confidence to give to others. They can't take that confidence and then build and work themselves, becoming more powerful leaders or employees or whatever it is they're doing, team captains. You've got to have it in order to give it. And that's why it's so important because so many people out there are just taking it to make it kind of thing. And that's not real. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, what else have we got to say today except thank you, everybody, Michael? Yeah. All right, Rich, take us home. You're the man. You know, I gotta, I gotta give a big shout out. You know, uh, to everybody that's been listening to us. You know, we've, we've got people from across the United States, uh, Canada, Great Britain, uh, across Europe, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, um, dear, India, South America, uh, different, different countries in, in Africa as well that have downloaded, are listening to us, and, and really have been. A great support and we want to say thank you and we want to keep doing this for you and hopefully that uh you know we'll, we can get a message across to you and remember reach out to us you know go to mainline leaders com, and remember mainline leaders at ilec and look us up leave us a message and uh we'll be ha- more than happy to to talk to you and even if you want to be a guest on a podcast, let us know. Yeah. So once again, yeah, let's 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 talk to these emerging leaders. Let's get their let's get their thoughts on this. So once again, thank you very much. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your support, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Thanks, and take care and be safe. All the best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, RichBaronExecutiveCoaching.com or MichaelBailey.com. 
You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.